Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHLY Phillies podcast where we're not the Eagles and we can finally kind of be uh, put out of our misery with that football team after last night's performance. We're not here to talk about them, but Renee, that was absolutely embarrassing and some uh, wholesale major changes I would think are coming uh, the way of the Philadelphia Eagles world uh, in the coming week. You know, I've noticed consistently each week for the last five of six weeks, uh, every time I find myself laughing at another team, the Eagles find a way to embarrass us a little bit more. But the good news is we are now looking ahead to spring training in the Phillies and the Philadelphia Union, and we've got the Sixers and the Flyers, and we're just going to – it's now our time to uh, let go of the Eagles for a moment. We won't talk about them for a while. Uh, as, they can't as much hurt as we us try. anymore. Yeah, they as, can't hurt us anymore. Like, hypothetical man put says. us out of our misery. And uh, I was talking with different people last night. I'm like, okay, you know what? This It's fine. End this season. It clearly is a lot of mess going on. Regroup for next year and put us out of our misery so we don't get dragged in another week because next week against Detroit would have been even uglier. Oh, yeah. They would have gotten dragged next yeah, week against so, Detroit. You know, this so. is what happened against Tampa Bay, much like the Giants, much like the Cardinals. Put us out of our misery. Let's end the mess. And now let's look ahead because according to our lovely updated, and we had to go back and recalculate, guys. We're trying to make sure we're on our P's and Q's. We've got 28 days until pitchers and catchers report, and we've got 72 days until opening day. Phillies Braves so we're getting closer I know it's a gross snowy day out today but uh the exciting thing is it's almost spring time somewhat yeah and um the lovely uh, (laughs) um uh slush rain slash snow Tyler said "Uh, what do you think of your thumbnail today I came up with a is it spring yet and I was like perfect because this weather makes me Really yearn for Clearwater, Florida, and seeing the sunshine and the tiki bar. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what jerseys they're wearing since they're not going to be wearing the red ones this year in spring training. That'll be a little bit of a different feel. But, yes, 28 days until pitchers and catchers report. And what would you say, 70, 72. 72 until a Thursday 3 o'clock game 
when the Phillies yes. and Braves square off at Citizens Bank Park. Uh, so we have a lot to get to today. We have uh, Devon Cook is going to be joining us as a guest. Uh, he's in the, the mid-central, maybe Michigan area, Yeah, we well, I feel like we're not allowed to complain about the weather when no. you're in places like Michigan because they're getting hit way worse. And uh, after talking with Herb places. Lawrence last week, I, I, I don't think we can uh, complain about our baseball team no, compared so to theirs. Perspective, Jamie. Yeah, you Detroit, know, we've been well. Detroit's on the rise a little we've bit. We've been so. checked a little bit lately. Yeah. Of like in Detroit, I know a couple friends of mine actually got snowed in Detroit for the uh, Lions game. So it could always be worse. Uh, baseball wise, it definitely could be worse. Hashtag free herb. But I know I see Bernardo. Welcome to the chat. Nice to have you here, John. Chris, spiral out, Martian. You know, a lot of folks in the chat. There were a couple more that were scrolled that were up. Above, I will say though, where quick you at, rant. John? He said it's below quick zero rant. here. Yeah, please Oof. let us know where you are. That's below zero. Now I don't feel bad Chicago. at all. Spiral out is reminding us: Happy third ter- Thursday. <laughs> happy third Tuesday of the new year. Happy first I snow mean, day of the new year. Yeah, how can how could this happen? Oh my third gosh, Tuesday that's what we should have left year. with. Happy first snow day in Philly because other places have already gotten snow. I will say, Jamie, and I don't know if you and Tyler saw this, but I did not see this. Where were the people dropping rock salt? There was like no salt on the roads. I saw nothing. Is it invisible this year all of a sudden? Because I literally was, and I saw it on my sidewalk because my building does our steps and everything Mm -hmm. and like our sidewalk area. And then from there on, I saw nothing. Speaking of our building here, they might want to. There's think, nothing. Think about some salt out there. That's why I'm like, what happened? And we all knew it was going to snow. It was snow. like a sidewalk ice skating rink coming Literally, into the Literally, I was like today. slipping and sliding. I mean, I always thought you were supposed to put some rocks all down as the snow is starting and then you do it again overnight. I heard nothing. I saw nothing. I don't know if anybody else got anything. but uh, Yeah, I got to, uh, you know, when I get home, the one downside of uh, suburb life compared to the city life is uh, a lot more shoveling in the suburbs. Yeah. Although it, I'm not going to lie, though. Even though it sucks to have to shovel out your driveway, it well, also sucks on the city in the city side because you get snow, like not you get, today. You get plowed, but in. you get plowed in. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, that was not the. I'm issue actually today. very lucky in that uh, I share a driveway with my neighbors. We have a. Oh, um, I know the penis driveway. Yes, you told us. the penis shaped driveway. I remember, and they're uh, they're a big they they have two snow blowers. So they usually do our whole driveway and like our main walk and sidewalk, which That's is beautiful, phenomenal. But we still have other stuff we have to shovel and. Wah! <laughs> uh, so yes, we're yeah. all thinking of Clearwater today. And don't forget, if you wanted to join us, we're going down March fifteenth through eighteenth, St. Patrick's Day in the sunshine. Uh, how could that be a bad time? We're going with uh, our buddy Vince from Philly Sports Trips. Woo-hoo. So if you have any interest or capabilities of getting away to Florida with us in mid March. Uh, please consider it and hop aboard. We'd love to have you. Uh, you can head to allphly.com. Our own John Foley was there last night at Wicked Wolf hanging out with us. Uh, he's going to be going out and about to some of these Phillies events in town, uh, some of the community events this week that they're doing. I think he's going to a place, uh, community center in Northern Liberties today because I believe Rob Thompson uh, and, a, mm-hmm. and a player or two are going to be there. And there's oh, another yeah. event tomorrow John's going to be going to. Uh, so make sure you're checking out his writing on allphly.com as well. Of course, you know, the flyers are rolling. So you got Charlie's great writing there. Zach Berman's fresh off a flight from Tampa right down the hall. He's going to have some great content coming out this week. So make sure you're checking out all the writers. And of course the Sixers are kind of rolling. Uh, yeah. So let's get to a little bit of Phillies news today before we get to our guest and our guests that swing and our daily positivity. Uh, not a ton happening in the baseball world right now. 
Jeff Passan, uh, you're on the clock. You got three more days. You told me there was going to be activity between the 12th and the 19th. I, this uh, is not what I call activity, Jamie. <laughs> it's like that invisible rock salt. It's not there. Yeah. So yesterday, the international signing period wrapped up. Uh, and all and all, the Phillies ended up signing 21 players. Now, I have the list of names here in front of me, Renee. Um <laughs> You got this. Is this all 21? Two, I believe in four, you. 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 13. There's only 13 on my list here. Do you think <laughs> Good I will... Good math. Good yeah. math. Do you think I will uh, get 10 right? Yeah. Yeah? You believe in me? I do because... Um, it's Venezuela, not? Dominican, Mexico, Cuba, and that's it. Those are the four countries. Okay. Um, so you've got to like really lean into it. All right. You we'll got see. this, Jamie. Come on, Jaime. Cesar Jaime. Mojeca. Eh? What do you think? Are you looking at the list? Yeah. Because you're the Spanish <laughs> well, I would go minor here. You have to check Cesar me. Cesar Mojica. Mojica? There's an I in there. I don't okay. know where you got the heck Cesar from. Mojica. Uh, yet again, another catcher out of Venezuela. I mean, this guy just sounds like he's going to be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Julio <laughs> Polanco Jr., right-handed pitcher from the Dominican. That kid's got what it takes, I can tell you already, just based on the name. Uh, Anderson Nava, a catcher, again from Venezuela. Winifrey Castillo mm. sounds sick. That guy's got gap mm -mm. power. I can just tell. Mm -mm. An outfielder from the Dominican. Uh, Yadimir Fuentes. This is Winifer, by the way. Winifer? Winifer. Is it? It's an F-E-R. Makes the er sound. Fur. <laughs> no. Winifer. No. What did I say? Winifrey. Winifer. Yeah. Well, okay. I got the hard part now right. Now you're just and putting I letters up. in people's names. Yeah. Like, if you pronounce <laughs> it wrong, that's one thing, but you're just putting letters <laughs> in that don't exist. I was so worried about the W-I-N start to it that I... Just for, just for clarification. I just went E-R dyslexic So far, none the of these end. have been that hard, but you are literally just adding letters. Winifrey. Not that it's, hard it's for you. It's literally just Winifer. You minored in Spanish. This is very hard for me. <laughs> it's just Winifer Castillo. I would like a little bit more Castillo. Okay. Not Castillo. I don't know what stink on the end of it. Uh, so try that one again. Winifer Castillo. Woo! Uh, another aye, 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 an outfielder aye, from aye, the Dominican. Uh, he's an outfielder in the Philly system, so the chances of him panning out are pretty much non-existent. Oh, uh, no. Yadimir Fuentes, catcher out of Cuba. Okay, um, okay. Jorge Guzman, a left-handed pitcher out of Mexico. <laughs> Malerson Casanova, a shortstop out of the Dominican Republic. I mean, that guy's got to be... Malerson, that's quite a name. Well, Casanova. Cas it, oh, Casanova. Is this guy just like a walking you know sex machine? Because his name sounds like it. <laughs> Ibrahim Ruiz, an outfielder from Venezuela. Again, you're changing some letters Ibrahim. in there. Just Ibrahim. Read. Just read. Ibrahim. <laughs> Ibrahim. That's, yeah. Ibrahim. <laughs> None of these are difficult. They're difficult to me, Renee. All right, this one I'm, Wait, hold I'm on. totally yeah. Are you sure on. it's not Ibrahim? I have no... <laughs> You're, I'm taking this on. This is the cross I bear. So you guys don't have to get it wrong. I'm just going to get them all wrong. I don't wrong. think we get this wrong. Ibrahim right, this, Ruiz, this Ruiz one, is literally exact as it's spelled. This one I'm toast on. No, you've got this one. You've got this one. I believe you. <laughs> I don't think so. Josueth Quinnes? Josueth? Josueth? Like Joseph, only Josueth? Quinones, an outfielder from Venezuela. This is what, this is what we needed for our Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Josueth Quinones. That's much better. 
I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. Not what I said. Go with Renee. Uh, he is an outfielder from the Venezuela. From what the Venezuela. So uh, he's... He's an outfielder in the Philly system, so the kid's oh, got Lord, no shot. Oh, Lord, guys, please send help. Uh, Jose Familia, a shortstop <laughs> from the Dominican Republic. You better have gotten that one right. Cristobal Benya. Okay, okay. I'm uh, impressed yeah. with the Enya. I yeah. heard the Enya in there, Benya. Yeah, yeah. a little Impressive. shortstop from the Dominican. Oh, Lord. Uh, David Fritas. <laughs> Did I do it? David Close. Freitas? I would probably go Freitas. Freitas? David, actually, probably. Oh, David. From- David. He is an outfielder. So, again, no shot of developing into anything. Um, and then, oh, boy. If uh, you get this name wrong. Renee <laughs> Reich. Okay. I actually don't know what the last name is, but at least you got the right na- the first name right. I got Renee. Renee. Right. Yeah, okay. Um, although it's more like Rene, but it's fine. Um, I would go I would go Reich. I think the Y is a little silent. All right. So all I'm in crying. all, I did not get I'm 10. I'm crying. Wow. Uh, and he is a right-handed it's pitcher. It's sweet for me. <laughs> so sweet. And yes, everybody, I did get a Starbucks today. I was up late. I needed the extra. I'm not keeping track of scoreboards because you're an L on the Starbucks <laughs> and you're an L on the name. I needed the espresso today because it was you a late night. You needed some Joe Espresso? Yeah, I needed that. So there are some of the hilarious names I can now Woo! pronounce of the international signing period uh, that wrapped up you yesterday. You spent way too much time in sports talk radio. With these name pronunciations, pretty bad. Pretty uh, bad. Uh, yeah, I just I I'm I'm deaf when it comes to. It's really bad. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did because that was really rough. And it wasn't. They weren't that Renee? difficult. John Dickerson says Renee. Well, it's not the way. There's no accent on or anything, so I think this one's more Renee. Okay, I'm gonna concede to you because I know nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so there, there is usually a Renee. There you I've have seen it. That. Uh, job, is it Jamie, wrong that I'm a, as pessimistic about Philly's outfield prospects as? Uh, as I am? No, because... Because I fully believe they can't develop them. There's no reason to be optimistic. We've got no nothing... Like, wh- what would we be optimistic about? What have we seen in the past that would make us optimistic? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I will say that also reminded me... Um, this Maybe. is my last thing on that football team that I saw some tweets about. And I wholeheartedly agree with this. So I want to just put this out there because... We need to make sure that uh, we're all sticking to this. No more Eagles chants at Phillies games. Um, that's done. We don't want to hear fly Eagles fly at Citizen Bank Park no, ever again. No. Just like I don't want to hear Jamie have to butcher names ever again. But Spiral Out liked it. He said, can we do this once a day with other teams <laughs> in the national side? <laughs> and the sad thing is we didn't even have all 21. You only had 13. I would love to hear the full list because I feel like you were rolling by the end. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was really starting to You were developing. There. Your mm-hmm. linguistics were, you know, you were leaning into a little bit more. But uh, Winifrey and Joe Sweet were definitely the favorite. Joe Sweet. For sure. Um, yeah. Okay. So, All right. I'm, I support that. No Eagles chance at Phillies games. Yeah. It's, I who think started that last night? Because I did see a tweet. Do you know? I saw several tweets about it. Okay. I don't know where it first started. Yeah. I, I think I'm, the Phillies deserve better. I am all for that. And, and, I, and I typically don't care about the Eagles chance because I think it's more of a Philadelphia rallying cry than it is like a football thing. I, yeah. I think it's just like. Hey, we're Philly, Ugh. but it, it does kind of make me cringe a little bit when I hear them at Phillies games and the Phillies are, you know, competing for National League titles yeah. and all that. So I, I support this movement. But you know where you don't have to cringe? That's over at with Mortgage CS. That stands for Mortgage Concierge Service. The White Glove Service over at Mortgage CS, they are an independent mortgage broker based right here in Philadelphia where they provide you with great 
customer service. They help educate and empower you, and they're available 24-7. And the great thing that we love about Ben and Alec is they really like to make it personal. They want to connect with you and make sure they're helping you, whether you're looking to buy a house now, two years from now, three years from now, they will still work with you and provide the best customer service. So with Mortgage CS, they want to make sure that when you think of mortgage and that you hear the word mortgage, you think Mortgage CS. You think Alec and Ben. And you can also save Ben's telephone number on your screen for those of you that are tuning in live. For those of you on podcast platforms, I'll read it out loud for you. 267-391-7425. You can save that. You can save his email, ben at mortgagecs.com. You can call, text, reach out any time of day to, to contact Ben. Day or night, sunny, snowy, doesn't matter. You can reach out to Ben and chat, ask questions, whether about looking to buy a house or maybe looking to get down to Clearwater with us for spring training, you can always reach out to Ben. So they make sure to help you win in a competitive market by calling the listing agents. They review offers. They highlight positive credentials. Um, They've got positive credentials, I should say. They've got a stellar reputation. And they've got the best stuff because they just want to make it about you, helping you. So reach out to them. You can check them out at mortgagecs.com slash P-H-L-Y any time of day to get started. And again, that's mortgagecs.com slash P-H-L-Y. And a quick disclaimer for you, the advertisement is not a commitment to lend or extend credit. Mortgage CS is an equal housing opportunity mortgage broker. All loans are subject to credit approval. There are certain restrictions that may apply. Company NMLS ID number 1464766. And you can visit mortgagecs.com for more information. And while you're also looking to get your finances in order to prepare for your houses that you might want to buy on this competitive market, You can also take advantage of a great personal finance app. That's Rocket Money. Now, Rocket Money is great because they allow you to have all of your finances right at your disposal on your phone in an app that you can easily open up that app and see every transaction, every subscription, every bill, everywhere your money is going or even where it's coming from. All income, all outcome is right there in your Rocket Money app. So over at Rocket Money, what I like about them is they also give you, they send you alerts. So if there's something that they don't recognize in terms of a transaction or a canceled subscription or anything, they are right on the money with getting you an alert to make sure that you're up to date on what's happening with your finances. So over at Rocket Money, they've helped over 5 million users and they've helped save their members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching! Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash P-H-L-Y. That's rocketmoney.com slash P-H-L-Y. Again, rocketmoney.com slash P-H-L-Y to save money today, lower your bills, and also get a nice picture of all your finances. All right, in the chat, I see a lot of chatter. Um, Flyers talk. It's great that it's, it's funny that that's... Where we are, uh, the Flyers, nobody would have expected this. The Flyers uh, being a team that's so fun to watch and exciting. Um, I see a lot of Rocket Money talk in the chat, too. Okay, you guys are funny. Everybody's got jokes today. I like it. Um, all right, Jamie. So, Jaime. Um, I'm just going to call you Jaime. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been some a lot of rankings that have come out. I know we touched on it a little bit yesterday, and I wanted to just share Justin Crawford's rankings. MLB has been putting out a lot by position. Also, they've been ranking prospects, and they ranked for the prospects. It was <clears throat> an executive's prospect poll for most speed. Now, for this one, Justin Crawford did well represent, sitting at the top of the list uh, with 19% of the votes. 
Love to see that. We saw various prospects getting some love, but for Justin Crawford, you know, these are small wins. You know, it gets you excited to see that Justin Crawford is a prospect that executives feel has the most speed, and we'll take those small victories because we need them. So also across various lists. But that's um, uh, very interesting because Justin Crawford isn't even the fastest Philly. Uh, a Marion Boyd, uh, by all from. reports and uh, calculations, and, you know, they monitor speed and first to home and, you know, home, and, you know, f- home to first and all that. And a Marion Boyd is faster than Justin Crawford. So the Phillies could have two of the uh, uh, Speedy Gonzalez's. Wait, did Speedy get canceled? Can I not make that reference? Uh, I think Speedy was canceled. Um, but yes, anyway, like 19% of the votes, but it is interesting. It's nice to have yeah. that much speed coming up in the system. Um, so, you know, that's that's a positive. That's all. It is. I know. You know I'm what? surprised that's he's number one when we're, he's not even the fastest on his own, in his own club. That is interesting. But we're looking for uh, we're looking for small victories. And there's one that Justin Crawford got 19% of the votes with Enrique Bradfield Jr. Enrique at number two at 16%. Um, also, different ones. Um, Andrew Painter's been getting some love, even though he will not be pitching this upcoming season. He got some votes for best fastball, best secondary pitch. Orion Kirkering was in the mix for that, uh, for best secondary pinch as, pitch, as well as Andrew Painter. So, you know, as MLB Network's rolling out these different, like, usual polls and rankings, good to see some love thrown this way. Yeah, and, uh, you know, is MLB, um, oh, what does it say? The note from Tyler. MLB yeah. literally compared Boyd to Billy Hamilton. The, the prospect write-up <laughs> on Marion Boyd was, with exceptions like uh, Austin Riley, the history of drafted high school hitters coming out of Mississippi has been a bit spotty. Boyd fits in the Billy Hamilton mold as a speedster with the same questions about offensive Ooh. impact. That was Billy Hamilton's problem his entire Major League Baseball career. It was like, if this dude gets on at like a 280 clip, He's going to steal 100 bags, Oof. but he just couldn't hit and he couldn't get on base. And it's it's why he's, you know, really bounced around over the last couple of seasons. But if you're being compared to one of the fastest guys to ever play the game, I think you're the fastest prospect in your system. Yeah, you should be. You should be. Um, yeah. Um, interesting, though. Uh, and another thing, Baseball America is coming out with their top 10 Phillies list today yes. at two o'clock. Uh, But one of the things they did, which uh, I'm new to the Baseball America account, so uh, I haven't seen all the services it offers. One of the things it offered today in their preview of uh, this upcoming top 10 list was a 2027 Phillies projected lineup. Um, This is pretty interesting. So they have... 2027. Yeah, 2027. It's not that far away. Um, it's not. That's the sad part. Yeah, unfortunately. I've been seeing a lot of those memes recently where it's like, um, you know, what is it? The Wonder Years was the same distance away from 2001. You know, like. Oh, no. It's just like those horrible. Or like, things where it's like the Jetsons predicted the yeah. future and we're actually living in We're like in, in the Jetsons land. We're literally wasn't, living in the Jetsons Wasn't land. the Jetsons like 2024, 2025? I'm pretty sure. And that's the thing. There's been shows and movies where they're like, oh, they talk about the future and we're in the future. And that's kind of Yeah, weird. so the 2027 projected Phillies lineup is JT Real Muto, catching. Interesting. Uh, first base, Bryce Harper. I think that's a lock. Bryson Stott, second base. I think that's a lock. Third base, Aiden Miller, who we'll talk about in the Down on the Farm uh, segment in the top five. Uh, as your third baseman at age 23, Alec Bohm will uh, no longer be here. 
shortstop Trey Turner at age 34 will still be holding it down. And then this is this is pretty funny to me that the entire outfield is uh, Philly's prospects. <laughs> if Dave Dombrowski and Preston Mattingly and Sam Fold all fix the Phillies outfield homegrown problem, then uh, build a statue of them because this outfield has Justin Crawford in left field, Johan Rojas in center field, and Gabriel Rincones Jr. in right field, all under the age of 26. If that happens, uh, I'll, I'll just start growing hair again. Um, I, I'd be shocked if the Phillies could get a future outfield of all homegrown talent. Uh, the designated, the designated <laughs> hitter, uh, Baseball America, you're drunk on this one. I don't know what you're you're talking about here, Derek Hall. Mm. I mm. I would be shocked if Derek Hall is like here next year, let alone in 2027. It gets better. Go through the pitchers. The pitchers. Uh, so Zach Wheeler has moved on apparently by 2027. <laughs> the number one starter is going to be Aaron Nola at age 34. Andrew Painter at age 24 as your number two starter. Number three starter, Mick Abel at age 25. Number four, Ranger Suarez. Number five, Christopher Sanchez. And the team's closer, Orion Kirkering. Oh, 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 Orion. So there you have it. There's the 2027 lineup. Everybody get excited. Uh, the Derek Hall thing is just like, the rest makes sense. And I do think Aiden Miller is going to be the future third baseman. But like Derek Hall? Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Okay. Um, listen, I think the overall 2027 projection is just a very weird thing. I know Spiral Out is silly. It, but it's just weird did to have you? Derek Hall. I don't know if I did because yeah, the thing it made is me like, think. we're obviously we're gonna see changes we should by 2027 in the roster. So some of these names will not be here. There might be some new names in here. Um, but it is, it kind of makes you it's like in a movie when they just randomly fast forward to the end and you see like everybody three years later and you're like, oh, this is how it turns out. Um, but this makes me intrigued. I don't love this lineup. Um, I think it's not great for three years from now. But again, this is projected with the guys as of now that are either prospects or already on the team that would still be there in 2027. Yeah, but Spiral Out says John Middleton about. loves this lineup because it would obviously save him oh, some such money. Such a cheap finally. lineup. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he you need some some homegrown players here, and that's why Bohm and Stott and and uh, you know Johan right now are so valuable to this team because uh, they're very very cheap. So uh, you know, I I'll be shocked if the now field is is complete completed of Phillies homegrown players, uh, but we'll see there. Uh, so we'll be joined by Devon Cook here in a minute, uh, who works for MLBBro.com. Uh, I guess we'll do the down on the farm segment right before we get to them uh and today's down on the farm report is number 19 sam algadari i mm, I, dang it. I did this pre-show <laughs> aldegari out Gary, right tyler aldegari yes, yes but I, you're <sighs> aldegari i was even doing like the italian yeah uh, and, and you still i know i had aldegari samuel aldegari. aldegari yes he is from italy he was Brought in uh, by the Phillies in the international <laughs> signing period uh, prior to 2018-19. The Phillies paid $210,000 to sign Aldegari in June that year. Uh, he was 18 at the time. He didn't pitch after signing, though he did come to Florida for instructional league. He's a six foot one, 180 180-pound pitcher, 
and a strike thrower with a fastball that has been clocked kind of middle of the pack at 91. He's now 22 years old. Uh, last year, he split time between Clearwater and the Jersey Shore. 20 appearances, as the uh, graphic shows you there, 19 starts. He went 83 and two-thirds innings with a 4-2 ERA, a very respectable 10.65 Ks per nine, and his walk rate dropped from 13% in 2021 and 22 to a 9.6, does that say, Tyler, in 2023. Yep. Uh, so an encouraging <laughs> sign there, really good strike um, strikeout rate. Uh, from all the scouts' reports, he might have the best control of any prospect in the Philly system. Uh, he, he has command and control, and his stuff isn't overpowering. You know, he kind of gets in that 92-93 range with his fastball. Uh, but his his you know bread and butter is the command and the control. Yeah, and I like the different reports that I read on him. There were a few different articles. Plus, he was interviewed and he was talking about um, just his opportunities and experiences. Now, the great things about Sam Aldegari is the fact that he has uh, started at a young age playing baseball, following in the footsteps of his older brother Mattia. And he really rose through the ranks of Italian baseball quickly. And in it's, in Italy, baseball is not as prominent it's it's typically football which is soccer over in italy so he was talking a lot about how he's trying to help change the narrative around baseball in italy as being the leading sport and you know a lot of people don't really know baseball in italy and he's trying to really bring baseball to italy um he's from northern italy for that for anybody curious but he from a young age really started to get a lot of attention from other managers and scouts and made a great impression on Philly scout Claudia Scarato uh, after pitching for the Azuri during uh, his team, the Azuri during the Prague baseball week. And from there, he's really kind of grown. I know a lot of reports on him, his grades, fastball at a 50 curveball at a 45 slider at a 50 change up 50 control, 45 overall 40. And uh, there's been some good information that's come out on him. His, his story kind of reminds me of a movie, to be honest, when I was listening to his interview and his deep Italian accent and talking about, growing up playing baseball in Italy and how at one point when he was, um, you know, given the opportunity to come play with the Phillies, his dad was like, you know, you don't have to play. You can, you can stop, you can give up. And he's like, why would I give up now? You know, this is everything I wanted. So it was, it was kind of great to see his story, but then in terms of his actual pit performance and what he can do, um, he fits the prototype of the pitch ability of a left-hander as reports say, he has the potential to have four usable pitches. None of them really jump off the page. His, he'll throw his fastball in the 90 to 95 mile per hour range with solid spin rates that result in some solid carry. He has distinct breaking pitches with the slider perhaps ahead of the curve and mixes in a, de a decent changeup. So that part's been encouraging. He's not strong in one specific area, but it seems like just kind of consistent across the board. But his walk rates have been high in the early stages of his career and there is confidence, though, that he can become a more consistent strike thrower with reps, the right instruction, and, you know, the right opportunity. So a lot of uh, potential and could develop. But I overall was just kind of like, this reminds me of a little bit of a, not a Hallmark movie, but like, could be a classic oh little boy. Netflix Hallmark, movie. Huh? Yeah, it was giving, you know, I was watching him in his interview. And I was like, this, this just seems very movie-esque to me. So I wish him the best because as a young talent coming out of, Verona, you know, hey, maybe he can change the landscape of baseball in Italy. Yeah, I mean, uh, not a ton of Italians uh, have come over to Major League Baseball with yeah. much success. So 
Uh, we'll see if that does happen. Everything I read about the kid, it's just kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like the stuff isn't great, but he but he gets results. Uh, he has decent command, but like his breaking pitches are decent. His speed is just okay, maybe on the lower end of decent. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. I, well, I would say after reading all this, I'm a little pessimistic about his chances. To be, um, to but be we'll see. honest, as you talk about, there's only been seven players born in Italy that made it to the big leagues. Um, and then Do you have the list of those seven? No, but oh, the okay. most recent, Alex Liddy, who played in 2013, but there have only been four pitchers mm. in the big leagues. And the last one, 1950. So definitely in some, un, uh, you know, as a player coming out of Italy, uncharted territory in a sense of you don't see a lot of baseball players coming out of Italy. I don't have the list of seven, but maybe one day I'll actually John look it up. John says, Shia LaBeouf is Sam Aldegheri <laughs> in the Italian flamethrower. See? I it sounds it like a, a movie. Yeah. I'm getting movie vibes. Hello, Patrick Lynn. Welcome even, in. Everybody in the chat. Oh, uh, Mickey Durkin says there's very good wine in the Verona region. There little. is. So Great got, wine. I mean, I would imagine if I was a minor league um, er that was potentially, you know, house sharing with Sam, uh, he would be a good one to team up with because you're probably yeah. going to get some good wines, some good home recipes, you know, when they're cooking. Um, so yeah, I would, yeah. I would probably try to shack up with Sam a little bit and get some of that, that good pasta cooking and good. And that's Verona why I was wine. like, it's giving movie vibes because I don't know what's going to happen with this career in the you majors, think he's gonna have like a, I think, a clear water threshers, like cooking class and, yeah, and they're like, throwing he'll be, pasta he'll be getting at each everybody, other and giggling. He'll be getting everybody, everybody onto some new wine yeah. and they'll be feeding everybody great pasta, but he, he might not make in the majors, but it still is a cool story, especially with his dad. Like. You don't have to go play. And he's like, but this is what I want. I just picture the whole, <laughs> now I'm plugging Shia LaBeouf into it. I don't want your life. Yeah. Like that? Wait, what? That's a movie line. Come on. You got another. <laughs> no. Wait, can you say that again? I don't want your life. Oh. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, no. Tyler, you're not going to let me down on that one, oh, are you? Oh, no. I don't know. It's uh, Varsity Blues, right? Thank you. Oh, no. Fire that pigskin, boy. Mm. You don't? Come on, Renee. Maybe I do. Renee. Oh, Jamie. That's bigger than Varsity <laughs> Blues. That was kind of a very famous scene there in the, what, late 90s, early aughts? I don't know when that movie was. Okay. Oh, Paul Walker was in that movie. It's, Paul Walker comes up in my family all the time. I don't recall a C-list actor getting remembered as much as Paul fucking Walker. I'm sorry, you know, that he died and all that, but like, he is talked. He's getting rap songs written about him every year. The anniversary of Paul Walker's death. Everybody's like, "Oh, Paul Walker, Paul." You stop this right now. He is remembered. You stop this right now. How dare you? I'm not. It's just like Paul Walker. Like, jeez. I think it's the most overhyped remembrance ever. First of all, let me just take this moment to say today is also Aaliyah's 45th heavenly birthday. Happy birthday to her. She was really hot. She was beautiful and so talented. Mm -hmm. I don't overhype anybody that if you pass away, you deserve to be overhyped. You pass away tragically, suddenly at a young age. That's not overhyping. Yeah. Anybody that dies at a young age, and especially in the middle, he's in the middle of filming Fast and Furious. I actually just watched well, that movie don't recently. Don't go street racing. And they and they were show and oh, and I ended up down a rabbit hole of how they finished the show, the movie without him and had his brothers playing him. It's just sad. What it's the tragic. hell has Paul Walker ever done that? Like every year, I have to see. Oh my God, Paul Walker passed Was Khalifa writing rap songs? We like all Brian. liked Paul Walker. Did we? What the hell did he do? He was in Fast and Furious. I he never watched that crap. He was in Varsity Blues. You watched that. Uh, 
Paul Walker. Paul Walker was he he was handsome. I mean, I'll give him young. that. He's a handsome fella, but Jesus. He was only like uh, forty Paul when he Walker died. The Paul Walker Remembrance Tour. He was in. Oh my gosh, it was so tragic when he passed away because also was he passed it? away like in a car. Yeah, and he was street he was racing. But th- that's what made it worse. It's because it's like. You are in all the Fast and Furious, and in real life, your real life person passes away street racing. Kinda, like that's weirdly ironic. I can't imagine I feel like being we gotta bring a, in Devon on this one. I, I can't imagine being a father and going out street racing. He's in Fast and Furious. He's a he's a rich man. He's got all these nice cars. He lives in California. That's what they do. Stupid. Yeah, like Patrick Lynn. Where's the rap song for Heath Ledger? I don't see Heath Ledger remembrances every year, he but goddamn like, Paul overdosed. Walker, let us not forget, yeah. Paul Walker passed away a year Heath ago. Heath Ledger was, awesome, was handsome too, by the way, but I think it's how he passed away. There's Heath- plenty of young people that die, but I have to hear about Paul. Where did Paul Walker even come from to start this conversation? Because you talked about Varsity Blues and I looked it up there and it was in the movie. It's yeah. all your fault. Paul so Walker. technically, you brought up Give Paul Walker. Give me a Walker. break. You did Paul this. Paul Walker. All right, let's bring our guests in and see what he You're thinks about Paul Walker. You're just not going to do our Paul read. Paul Walker. You're going to do our bagels. Oh, <laughs> yes. Well, of course I have to tell you about schmears before we get to divine cook who's like our guest yes today i love bagels it's deep in my dna it's been one of my favorite foods since uh, i was a wee little boy and bagels and company is doing a service to all philadelphians in the greater philadelphia area because they're bringing you the best of brooklyn uh the best of new york's rat city right here to our own backyard you don't have to go up to new york anymore to get the best they bring it right here with philadelphia love Uh, The biggest bagels, their bagels are very large, hence the Brooklyn-style bagel. Uh, Large variety, 15 to 20 different bagels at all times. You want to talk about cream cheeses and schmears? Well, they got up to 30 different flavors. Um, You know, maybe there's a Nick Sirianni farewell cream cheese coming out this week. Um, You know, maybe on Paul Walker Day, they'll do a Paul Walker cream cheese. I don't know. They're all over the place. They'll do cream cheeses for whatever the event is, holidays, sports, Anything going on. And they're an affordable brand because you get a lot of food for cheap. And in today's economy, in this economy, this is very important to them because they, they've they debated raising their prices, but they want to be that everyday brand and not some high-end bougie place you only go to once in a while and splurge on. They want to be a artisan mom-and-pop shop with everyday prices. Uh, and a lot of the customers are repeat because once you get there, you're going to find out how great it is. Really good coffee, too, and it's not going to cost you $7 like some places. I'm to blame right now. Um, So don't go to those other (laughs) subpar products when you can get a quality product for cheaper at Bagels & Company. For the best Brooklyn-style bagels made right here in Philly, head to thebagelsandco.com slash store dash locator to find the closest Bagels & Co. near you. Uh, Now let's bring in our next guest, Uh, Devon Cook works for MLBBro.com as one of their MLB analysts. He joins the show now as the S Skype symbol. Uh, So welcome in, Devon. We will uh, try and work out this uh, technical issue and check back in with you in a second there uh, as we cannot see. Maybe you can drop and reconnect, Tyler. Uh, And this. Oh, well, we hear Devon. We can't. Yes. Yes, we can hear you. We can't see you. Okay, so I'm gonna try to log back in, but hello guys, it's so much <laughs> for me. It's a pleasure, but yes, I'm gonna try to reconnect you. Okay. Is the sound okay too? Or Actually, the sound is fine. The sound and, is great. I mean, we'd like to see your face, but it's okay if you wanna. I, if you wanna just stay and chat, it'll be like a, a radio call-in type of vibe. <laughs> I wanna. 
I want to ask though, we're going to start with Paul Walker when Devon comes back in because we need to settle this debate once and for all. I just think it's weird. I just think you're weird, Jamie. I don't think I'm weird at all. I think, <laughs> I think I'm, I'm very seeing weird. very clearly. <laughs> yeah, John Sequella. Was Paul Walker part of the Illuminati? Was he a stonemason? Oh, like, now nah, I love a good conspiracy theory. Like, what, what is up with and this Paul I Walker remembrance? I fully, fully lean into the Illuminati. You think he's a, you think he's a lizard real. person? I never really thought he was part of the Illuminati as a sacrifice. I never thought that far into it. But, um, you know, I, I will say I do feel like I do feel like Paul Walker deserves all the remembrance <laughs> from what Joyride. I just I looked up Joyride. What the hell is that? You didn't say Joyride. No, <laughs> you can't say like <laughs> Joyride, a cl classic. It's a classic. No, I, has anybody in the chat seen Paul Walker's Joyride? By the way, this guy was addicted to no, racing. Maybe I, give it up. Why do I feel like this is Nicolas Cage all over again? I don't, I don't have a problem with Nicolas Cage. What? Yeah. Oh, you have a problem with Ghost Rider. Oh, well, he, <laughs> no, I had a problem with you saying that Ghost Rider was a great movie. That was my problem. Nicolas Cage is fine. He's harmless. He's, he's, he's kind of Wow. Fun. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so what, um, you want to continue? All the Fast and the Furious is yeah, okay. She's all that classic movie from the nineties. <laughs> nope, never saw it. Oh my gosh, he's not a main character in that though, so I'm not gonna. He's like, probably just a hot beefcake that's like hot I can't. Beefcake. Oh yeah. my gosh. All right. I don't know. Um, <laughs> exactly. What kind of list? I, is no, that? I don't know. On your end, Wiz Khalifa's writing songs about It's the Fast and Furious because everybody loves those movies. Dude, and then I mean, was, I know there's like nineteen of them, but like he put a lot of movies actually. Aren't they all just the same? Hours takers. Oh, Oh, that was a great movie. That's a Takers? good movie. Takers. Where they're like I robbing. Think, I think your Go definition of great, I'm not great making movies this up. is. Uh... Takers was with Idris Elba, Chris Brown, Michael Ely, Paul Walker when they were like bank robbers. Uh, Matt Dillon. It was such. We need to have a movie watching party, clearly, because some of us aren't watching movies. It the has right a way. three out of five on IMDb. I mean, some, most of this cast stinks. It's Takers? Yeah. No, it does not. Chris think. Brown. That's such a good. Get out of here. Chris Brown cannot be good. I just read that. I just read those names. I and know. You still say it stinks. Yeah, Matt Dillon's Idris okay. Elba alone. Hey, Michael Ealy. Idris Elba's a beast. Who? Matt Dillon. Who? Oh, Michael Ealy. Okay, he's <laughs> oh my fine. My gosh. Hayden oh, Christensen. I was not prepared for this today, guys. I was not prepared. Let's for check this. the Rotten Tomatoes Matthew score. Matthew Perry. Oh. Rest in peace to him too. You know Matt Perry is yeah. friends. Takers has a one and I'm a half. Not going by Rotten Tomatoes. It has a one and a half star rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm not going by Rotten Tomatoes. Twenty eight percent. Because here's the thing: the only people that go on Rotten Tomatoes audience score is sixty two percent. I'll give you that. The only people that go on Rotten Tomatoes are the people that don't like a movie. I have never, ever, ever, ever Takers gone and rated good or bad any movie that I watch. Have you? Um. No. It's exactly. It's trolls that are bored that for whatever reason didn't like a movie and then they go and give it like zero stars. Well. Pleasantville, another great movie. Oh my gosh. I am Paul Walker. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. There's a lot of Paul Walker movies. I didn't realize he was in all these movies. Man, yeah. this is why. This is yeah. why I remember uh -huh. him. It's all your fault. Yeah. I blame um, you. All right, well, I think we're having some issues with Devon, unfortunately. So let's move along into some other news because I could stay on this rabbit hole all day of Paul Walker. Paul Walker was never in a Hallmark movie, guys. But he actually make a, would have made a great Hallmark movie. 
main character. He's totally giving main character vibes. Yeah, Walmart. bad actor that does the cheesily uh, romantic. Handsome uh, man yeah. that's, you know, would be, he'd be fit in nice for, for that, like, small town love story. All right, you guys are, uh, you guys are rough. American Pie. Ugh. You know what, Tyler? If Devon is not working out, it is okay. We will move along. We will try to see if we can get him another time because time is ticking here, too. And we've got some trivia to get into. Plus, we've got some other stories around the league. Now, we got to do guess that. So we got to get out of here. You want to talk about some, some, we're just going to run through some quick, cute stories. One is, I love a good brother-in-law story. And this, when I saw it came out uh, from Major League Baseball, they were dropping the news about the latest pair of brother-in-laws that are going to be facing off against each other. It was, it was adorable. Jung-Hoo Lee and Woo Suk Go are brother-in-laws. Uh, they both of course now play with San Francisco and San Diego. So they're not going to be facing off against each other in the AL West. And for the two of them, they were, there was like the whole story that came out. Jung-Hoo Lee was saying he was asleep. A call came in at nighttime and it was Woo Suk Go saying, you know, Oh, I'm dating your sister. And now fast forward, they're brother-in-laws and they're, playing against each other. So then I did a whole rabbit hole deep dive and there were other brother-in-laws that played against each other in the league. Very famous ones at that. And I thought that's such a cool thing, Jamie. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> pretty wild to think about playing my brother-in-law in a uh, professional sporting event. That's uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, you've had Brandon Crawford, Garrett Cole. You've had Jose Barrios, Javier Baez. You've had Manny Machado and Yonder Alonso. You've had Willie Castro and Ahmed Rosario. There's been a lot of brother-in-laws in the league. So now we've got another brother-in-law face-off happening, uh, which is cool on the West Coast. Um, also out in San Fran, just heard Dusty Baker reconnecting with the Giants. Uh, he's getting ready to get started in the front office. So from longtime manager to now working in the front office with the Giants, Bob Nightingale was reporting that. I love Dusty Baker. Um, I don't love the Astros, obviously, but he was always a guy that I was kind of like, he just reminds me of a cool older gentleman, uncle type of vibe. Dusty, Dusty's always, I mean, he's baseball yeah, royalty. Exactly. So um, I'm glad that he's back. He's kind of like, uh, who, why am I blanking on the Rangers? Bruce Bochy. Like yeah. he just goes somewhere, stabilizes it, makes it great and just gets the best out of everybody. Uh, Dusty's kind of that guy. And, um, you know, definitely. He'll be in the Hall of Fame if he's not already. I forget, I forget how they handle managers, uh, but yeah. he'll he'll be in for sure. He's a he's a staple of the game, definitely. And then another thing that came out: it's a lot of San Fran news today, apparently, uh, because there's not a lot going on in general. But Reese Hoskins and Blake Snell have been connected to San Francisco. That was, um, excuse me, in a recent piece, Jim Bowden was talking about predictions for where free agents are going to land, and he listed the best match for. Reese Hoskins and Blake Snell, both at San Francisco. Uh, of course, we all have been expecting and waiting on the news for San for, uh, for excuse me, Reese to go to Chicago. But for both names who are still on the market and still being watched, apparently there could be some. Well, according to Jim, he's saying they're a good fit. But that makes me wonder if there's been any discussions that are happening behind the scenes uh, that has led him to connect them together. So Reese Hoskins has been seen as the plan B for several teams, as Jim was talking about. But yeah, it's Reese Hoskins has been seen as a plan B for a number of clubs. And that seems to be the case still at this time. All right. As we wrap up, though, because we're going to move along. Today is a uh, somber day. Uh, we've got guests that stance. We've got Phillies trivia because I have some good trivia for you both. I think you're going to get it today. I think today's your day. I'm so mad that I missed the Harry Callis patch. Question. Yeah, that, that was. 
That was that I actually was, really expected you to get that one, but I think well, yeah, because it was so obvious in hindsight. I, Bill Giles, what a dumb guess. Yeah, it's okay. So you want to do uh, raisins and meatballs, or guess or trivia? Trivia. Okay. All right, Tyler, are you ready? I feel like you both could use a, a win today. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> I won't do the scoreboard. I won't do the scoreboard. All right. Trivia question number one. This Today's theme for our trivia that I'm thoroughly enjoying. Again, shout out to Amazon for this book by Ray Walker um, that I stumbled upon because I just always end up going down rabbit holes on, on the internet. And so this is famous quotes. These are quotes said by Phillies. I will give you the multiple choice answers because I feel like it only helps. Some of these are a little more obvious than others. Question number one. <coughs> Which former Philly once said, I never want to look in the mirror and say, what if? What if I had run harder? What if I had dived for that ground ball? A, Jimmy Rollins. B, Mike Schmidt. C, Steve Carlton. Or D, Chase Utley. I'm going to go with D, Chase Utley. And you are correct. Yeah. Good job, Jamie. That sounds like such a chaseism. One point for Jamie, 28 for Tyler. Question number two, which current Phillies player, current Phillies player? Oh, well, this is actually a stupid. Okay. Which current Phillies player once said, if you don't have dreams, you don't have a life. That's my motto. Was it A, Kyle Schwarber, B, Bryce Harper, C, Trey Turner, D, JT Romuto? That's such a cheesy thing to say. <laughs> it is. Like, so I'm going to go with Bryce Harper. I'm going to go JT Real Muto. Neither of you submitted with your sounds, nope. by the way. Nah. <laughs> I'll go with Bryce. Like it sounds very sound. cheesy, and I think Bryce is kind of cheesy <laughs> in a good way. Yeah, I'm still going JT. And Jamie, you are two for two. Yeah. Bryce Harper. Now, the funny part is this book actually came out in 2020. So the actual, I changed the names because I... Clearly, you weren't going to get you were going to get it. Otherwise, the names that were originally listed were Andrew McCutcheon, Bryce Harper, Didi Gregorius, and Jake Arrieta. Oh, I talked. I talked <laughs> to Jake myself. Jake Arrieta's quote would have been something along the lines of uh, "Bleep everybody here except me. I'm yeah. good. You suck. I'm the greatest." And uh, I hate it here. I uh, I yeah. I was fully convinced that Didi Gregorius was a great signing and was going to work out here. And he was going to find his power oh, again. Oh, man. And, and that uh, that didn't happen. I don't know oh. if you guys remember that, but Didi did not work out here. Didi did not. Yeah. All right. Number three. Didi is knighted, though. He, mm -hmm. is, he is Sir Didi. But you really? didn't know that, yeah. No, I did not know In that. In the Netherlands, he got knighted. Did they do like a sword on his head? I have to, like, assume bow so. Down that's the only like... way to get knighted, right? Yeah. I feel like that's what movies show. Yeah. All right. Which former Philly is quoted as saying... To cure a batting slump, I took my bat to bed with me. I wanted to know my bat a little better. Was it A, Jason Worth, B, Grover Cleveland Alexander, C, Richie Ashburn, or D, Matt Stairs? I'm going to go with C, Richie Ashburn. That just sounds like an old head baseball move. Tyler, I'm going to give you a chance here. To I, get a point I mean, on the board. I, I think he's probably right, but for the, the interest <laughs> of guessing somebody else. Very sexy. I'm going to say Matt Stairs, but I think you're correct. And Jamie is correct. Richie Ashburn. Woo! Three for three. No big deal. Tyler, you were correct too because you would have said Richie. But all right, that was wow. a, that was a nice so little pick me up. Wow, are you having fun now? Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> and I'm thinking about Paul Walker a lot all of a sudden. I don't. I can't get that out of my mind. But going three See, for three was that's nice. Why. That's why. That's why Paul Walker has whole memorials and everything. Yeah. Because he's on everybody's mind. Uh huh. I watched. I cried when I. Oh, still can't believe you didn't know that series. quote. Okay. I don't want your. I still life. can't believe you don't think Paul Walker deserves to be. He can be remembered, but like the point like it goes year. to is just absolutely. It was just insane. so. It was one of those things where it was like, is this is this a joke? Is this a movie? It was just so. It was so surprising. I thought you were about to say, "I'll never forget where I was when I found out that Paul Walker died." No, I never forget where I was where Aaliyah died because that I was like I was like eight years old when she died, and it was very very like that was my first time I feel like really understanding. Now, like one of my first deaths as a child that I remember, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. But Paul uh, Walker, I don't remember where I was, but I still remember the feeling. It was awful. It's awful. And I guess. <laughs> I cried. A lot of I literally watched Fast and Furious like last week and cried at the end. Really? Isn't it that was so sad how they wrapped the movie up and they actually. Is it over? Paid, it's not over. No, they're apparently, they were going to drop another one, but I heard it got paused or whatever. I don't know what's happening there, but they wrapped up the end of the movie with like, it was like these, um, Scenes that they used of AI, basically. His brothers pr were acting as him to fill in for him to finish the movie. Like, what are we doing? We're making hologram Paul Walkers. Because they had to finish. That was a whole thing, Jamie. Oh they were God. in the middle of filming the movie, which is why I thought his death was a joke. Well, then don't and go then, out street racing. Paul. And then they had to, they were like, they weren't going to finish the movie. And then decided to finish the movie. Ugh, just Googled the story. Ugh. Even though I just told you the story. And I, so then his brother <laughs> stepped up and acted in his place and then they used his past scenes from previous movies to finish the movie and it's so sad mickey don't disrespect keanu reeves like that keanu reeves is much better <laughs> than paul walker ever was please don't bring keanu into actually, this actually though that might be pretty accurate because keanu reeves was in a lot of the same types of movies he was no. <laughs> Like Paul Walker and Keanu. Keanu Reeves as an actor is up here. Paul Walker is uh, all the way down here. Okay. Okay. I don't know about that big of a gap, but I would say I He's do like Keanu. Neo. <laughs> I just Googled Keanu Walker. He's Neo. Speed on VHS. I crushed that movie when I was young. <laughs> oh, uh, such a good movie. Speed was awesome. Oh, man. Been, Keanu, Keanu definitely great movies. Great. All right. Keanu let's get to another win for me, hopefully, John here Wick. today. Who? Matrix. John Wick is awesome. Yeah. John Wick is. I'm He's Neo. Even, I'm not a huge John Wick fan. Well, it's because it's just like the body count is like 485 <sighs> deaths a movie. It's yeah. It's just Constantine it's, was twisted. It's kind of it, it's John Wick is a very much a dude's rock kind of movie. So I, yeah, I, understand, I understand. It was just redundant too by like the fourth one. Knock knock. Another good movie. Speed. <laughs> knock knock. Yes. No idea what she's talking about anymore, folks. Uh, but let's get to let's guess get that swing for today. Oh, let's Lord. see if I can keep the perfect streak going. And yes, he was in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I mean, come on. <laughs> that alone is better than anything Paul Walker's ever done. Uh, let's get to Did you today. know he was in Toy Story 4? Yes, he's Duke Kaboom. Oh, of course you knew that. He's Duke Kaboom. Dang it, I was trying to stump you. No. You've been like lights out today. Yeah. Woo! I guess Eagle's Misery really gets me in the he zone. He was also in the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. I bet you didn't know that. I've never seen that, Renee. There we go. There's All right, one let's get to win. today's guess that swing. Uh, the people will. Here it comes. It's coming for you. Oh, I am six for six. Will. No big deal, but kind of a big deal. Ooh. Oh, brother. Oh. <sighs> okay. Oh, I don't have an immediate answer. And that, Good. That you need to get one wrong. I'm tired me. of you being right for everything. 
Will's already Will was quick with an answer. <laughs> I think that's a joke answer. But you should you should use Will's answer. No, I'm not. Uh, just tossing out some names. Um Ooh, that's kind of tough. Ooh, I feel like okay, wait. Okay, wait. I feel like I might know something. I have an answer, but it feels wrong. Because I don't think a backup catcher would be used. It's anybody dating back to 2006, Jamie. Anybody. Jamie, do you really think I wouldn't be sick and sadistic enough to put a backup catcher in at some point? No, that's that's true. And Chris Slemmer, it's not Jim Eisenreich. It's 2006 to present day Phillies only. All right. I Now you saying that, I'm like, all right, I'm going to text you, Tyler. My answer is in. I was between two. I think... Uh, I'm not in love with my answer. I'm gonna text you my answer because so, I think I feel so pretty good about mine. It looks like it could be a backup catcher. What backup catcher are you thinking? Are you going like Chris Coast? <laughs> no, it's no. A, we're not having these. He's a lefty. This? What is this phone a friend? He's a lefty, like, so I'm not going now. Chris Coast. I'm going. Is he a team. lefty? You oh, see a righty? I see a righty. Nah, that's a lefty. See, I don't know because I always see it backwards. I feel like. Wait, Jamie. Oh no! You said you said you saw a lefty. Okay, I yeah, understand. Lefty. I was gonna say your answer is left-handed. Woogie yeah. woogie woogie. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely a lefty, and I shouldn't give Renee these tips. I mean, it's not helping me at all. Seven, seven for seven on the line here. I'm, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> Are you? It uh, actually just screwed me up because the, I was gonna go with somebody. Maybe it's Paul Walker. Oh, that's a good guess. Yeah. Annoying. All right, all right. I'm just going to say an answer because I'm going to be wrong. Whatever. Jeez. Tyler, I can't find my texting to okay. text you. Okay, here we go. You can just shout it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm already <laughs> Jamie's submitted. Jamie's already shout. in. You can just shout it out. People in the chat are saying Stubbs, JT, Vin Diesel. It does. It looks a lot like Stubbs. Is that what your answer is? I'm not telling you. Let me see your answer. I already submitted. Tyler, don't spill the beans. Great American Ballpark. <laughs> Great American Ballpark, Cincinnati. Final answer. Wait, I don't know. All right, Renee's answer's in. Jamie's answer's in. One of those two answers are correct. I did not go with Stubbs, even though it looks like them. Seven for seven. The streak continues. Raul. And he was on yesterday's show sheet, which we didn't get to because he just took a front office gig with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Always loved Raul. Wish we got him a little bit younger and maybe for a little bit longer. Um, his near home run in the uh, Giants NLCS series will forever be like the one that just didn't have enough to get out on that one bloody nil windy day. <sighs> seven for seven. No big you know, deal, Renee. What was your record, guess? Stubbs? I'm not. I'm not. What was your What was your guess? It was Stubbs. Okay. It looked like Stubbs. I, I just threw in some other names. Those so, were the two I was torn between. Here's the thing. For the record, who came up with this game? Uh, that would be me. <laughs> and who's sitting seven for seven? That would be me. <laughs> I'm going to come up with some games that I'm going to win at. All right. You do That's it. That's all. <laughs> do it. I'll be here. Because now it was trivia that I got satisfaction from. I just need to be Eagles miserable <laughs> to get in my zone. And, uh, you know. I was at least getting the satisfaction of you getting completely wrong answers for Philly's trivia. No, but and I aced that And now all of a sudden today. you aced that. And I'm, 
I'm in shambles. No big I'm, deal. I've got no victories today. My boy Raul, good friends with Pearl Jam. Do you know that story? No. He uh, he had Eddie Vedder and Pearl Jam as guests during the uh, NLCS that year. <sighs> He's good friends with Mike McCready from his time in Seattle. Yeah. Well, you're How about just that? Batting a How about that little there? fun fact for you, Raul? Aren't you and doing Pearl Jam. so great, Jamie? <sighs> it's it's this is a big burden I bear now, Renee. Being seven for seven. Oh! Uh, I, mean, I don't know who's worse this? than they were winning. Me or I you? Mean, am I going to go for 42 for 42? I mean, a lot of people are saying that out there. <laughs> Rumors. This would be he's, on his, uh, <laughs> he's on his Joe DiMaggio streak now. <laughs> so he's going to step in the post-show confessional. You know, guys. Uh, yeah, you'll smoke me at Union Trivia, as Spiral Out says. So if you want to start I'm Union gonna Trivia. Just, guys, I'm, don't worry. I've got some games that we're going to be playing uh, here on the show because I'm tired of – I don't like winning, Jamie. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Mm. Like, you're sitting over there very smug. With, your, uh, it's with a, your Starbucks. It's a mix of um, smug, Eagles misery. I don't see misery. Um, oh, no. Martian. Technical uh, like annoyances that. with the show. That's nobody's fault. Just stuff that happens. So it's it's a mix of that. I will say one thing that's consistent is that we went over an hour. Yeah, of course. Fucking Paul Walker. Jamie and Tyler thought we were going to have like a 40-minute show, and here we are at... 61 minutes and counting. All right. Well, that's uh, that's time to wrap up then, Renee. We have uh, some daily positivity to get to. Uh, it was oh, your... shoot. No. Oh, no. I reminded you that your one you added to the show sheet no. had already been used. Wow. It's a really bad day for me. Oh, my God. So you're going to have to, on the spot, come up with some positivity. Uh, oh, why I this year's I actually did have one, but I didn't Why this down. year's Phillies team will be better than last year's. Well, the Mets suck. See you later, everybody. <laughs> I always love that Family Guy scene where it's like opening day of the Mets, and it's like, and that ball's out of the stadium. Well, the season's over. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say mine, and um, I feel like it's perfectly connected to the heartache that we felt last night. I wasn't sure if I should bring this up yet, but I feel like it's time to drop mm. this as my positivity because we need to manifest this for the Phillies and all Philly sports in 2024. Wait, I get we need notepad. less. Bad losses. There's such thing as a bad loss. You can have a hard fault loss. It's down the wire. It's that final play, that final out. That is the difference of the game. And you're like, oh, that was a great game. You can also have a bad loss where it's over very early and it's a blowout and you don't show up. And it looks like you never got off the plane because your team is just not there. You look like cones out there. Your D-line can't tackle. You can't hit the ball. You can't score. You can't find you can't get a rebound. Pick a sport. Those are bad losses. I feel like it's very fitting after the bad loss we had last night, because the Eagles did not even show up. The Phillies have had those games as well. Playoffs especially, but even through the regular season, I want less bad losses. They're very deflating in my opinion. It makes you go back to the drawing board and you're like scratching your head, like yeah. you need to throw it all away and and change I, everything and versus I think when a hard you, fault loss. When you get into that locker room after those types of losses, it's you terrible. just you just kind of ask yourself, what would Paul Walker do? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what would Paul Walker do? Who are do? you, Jaime? What would Paul Walker do? They don't all feel the same, Martian. I don't like losing. I hate, hate losing. I'm pissed right now that Jamie's winning over there. He's sitting on the throne of victory and I'm sitting over here the dumpster of losses. What but would Paul Walker do? I will say... If you have less of those bad losses, it, those ones that destroy your morale, they have you in the locker room, not saying what would Paul Walker do. Mm-hmm. But That's what they're asking. That's Rob Thompson. Isn't Paul Walker decision. Canadian? Am I making that up? Rob Thompson's Canadian. It makes sense. 
Is it Canadian? Uh, I, don't, Duke I thought it was born in California. Yeah, maybe. Who, who knows? But it I was on a roll, you. Renee. Let me just go. Yeah, he was definitely born in Glendale, California. Okay. I was trying to make a Canadian tie in there. Uh, but all right, you're officially number 11 on the daily positivity list. Uh, we have 13 more to go oh, as we wrap no. up. 24 days of positivity. Oh, no. Going to get tougher and tougher here because the easy ones are just, all gone. I feel like I just switched us into the tougher. It's time for us to start digging a little deeper. It's, it's definitely These getting These are gut tougher. check positivity Yeah, thoughts. so that is it for us today here on the PHLY Phillies podcast. We appreciate everybody chiming in. Hopefully, we were a nice distraction from the dog shit that is the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I fully anticipate Nick Sirianni and his coaching staff uh, are getting canned this week. You can check out Zach and Bo's stuff on all PHLY. They're going to have a busy week ahead of them, uh, but we will be here distracting you from all of that and talking Phillies as we do. Uh, for Renee Washington, Tyler Zuli, and myself, uh, make sure you're hitting that like button before you're getting out of here. Uh, as you've seen, scroll across the screen there. We have some new merch up on the website as well. Uh, so check that stuff out. And if you want to become a diehard, uh, the Discord channel alone is worth it. It's a lot of fun there. Uh, so we appreciate each and every one of you for hopping in the chat, being a part of the show. Uh, we love you all. And we will be back tomorrow at noontime. Maybe we'll remember Paul Walker even some more before I'm going to bring some Paul Walker stuff. Yeah. All right. We'll see yeah, you all tomorrow. Bam. Do it for Paul. <laughs> Silly like the mayor.